Oh yeah, I'm okay. I'm on point. How did you? How can you get that from reading an article? What her Just list like, is? That's that's what I imagine <laughs> someone that stupid would say. everybody thank you for tuning into gizmo's corner yet again if it's your buddy it must be nakita and the one the only the almighty quinn what's the going al- on buddy the almighty quinn has appeared for about the fourth week in a row how Woo! you doing it's Quentin Quarantino. Quentin Quarantino. <laughs> and I'm glad to be back. That should be your plug. <laughs> Did you guys see my Paul Malls? Hey, don't bag on the Paul Malls. I love them. I smoke Virginia Slims. Bobby Paul Malls. Without the filters. I want them unfiltered. Oh, it's just oh, an old podcast like this. Oh, dude, I'm about to be. <laughs> I'm going to roll my own ciggies sig- from now on. Uh, I have uh, to cigarettes. Dark, dark topic. Keep, keep talking. Imagine <laughs> you're rolling your own cigar and you put dirt in it. That's got to be fun to smoke. Uh, cigar with dirt. dirt. Like hey. Some nice topsoil. Oh, yeah. What, that real like, mulch the, smell. Yeah, the wet shit. That like shit that's still moist. Got mm-hmm. a little bit of moss in it inside of a nice Cuban cigar. Mm, yum. Yeah. Right when you're waking uh, up with a morning coffee. Oh. I was just thinking about taking a bite out of like a French fry or a mushroom that hasn't been cleaned and like oh. you, you guys ever have that happen when you bite into like a potato or something, like but it hasn't been cleaned and you start chewing yeah. on dirt? Oh god, that irritates the hell out of me. Oh, yeah. Funny you mention that. <clears throat> I mean that's happened to me with salads. But it happened to me yesterday. Um, so I, I'm Russian. So a staple. No, guy. you're not. <laughs> what are you Russian from? Oh, I get that <laughs> once a day. There you go. Uh, so, what, a staple of my diet is borscht, which is like it's beet soup, and it's amazing. I love it. Um, my grandmother doesn't make it anymore, but there's this deli next to me that sells uh, bottled borscht and. It's amazing, delicious. I love it. I have like four bottle, four jars in my fridge. I pour some out for lunch yesterday, and I get to the very, very, very bottom. And like, yeah, there's chunks of beets and stuff, and some cabbage. And then I get like a nice scoop from the bottom, and it had like grains of sand in it. And I was like, oh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm assuming it was sand. It was hard and very fine and small little. It literally looked like grains of sand. If it wasn't, I'd be surprised, but it was, it sucked, dude. That was kind of messed up the whole dish for me. And it was right at the very end, too, so I already had all the borscht, and I was like, oh, that's nasty. I mean, that is a Russian problem right there. That, that, oh, yeah. Got <laughs> dirt in your borscht. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I, like, uh, I don't like when it makes the crunch, like, when crunch down on the dirt, and you, like, feel oh. It kind of hurts sometimes. You're like, that's oh. what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Crack a tooth. 
Oh, uh, my stop. teeth are chattering just thinking about it, man. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a filling on one of my back teeth that I think is going to be going out soon. And I'm really not trying to have a break while I'm on quarantine. Because, <laughs> like, dentists are only doing emergencies right now, and they're not doing fillings. Yeah. yeah. Teeth problems. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, well, boys. <laughs> End of podcast. Uh, yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning into Gizmo's Corner. This has been your buddy. No, but um, to change the topic on, on a serious note, um, so did you guys or any of you listeners? Did any of you see the Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds fly over around like two p.m. one forty-five to two fifteen or something? Did any of you guys catch that? I know you're closer to the shore. I was teaching a class, and I hope I'm not wrong here. I'm hoping that they did fly over, but I thought I heard, like, a roar. Well, I mean, I definitely heard a roaring go over um, my apartment. I live so close to the airport, though, so I don't know (laughs) if it was or not, but it sounded like a fighter jet, so I think I heard them. I don't don't know, because you are out toward the ocean. Uh, This was over – they flew over Philadelphia over to New York City. And then back down toward Philadelphia in a way. Actually, wait, no, 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 they didn't. Uh, I was looking at the map. Uh, they actually came in from like the ocean up where New York City was. I think. I don't know, but I mean, maybe. I, I don't think I saw them fly over like Atlantic City area, like the shore or anything. But uh, it's very possible you heard them. I, I don't know where they came out of. Maybe they were. Maybe I know we have a we have an air force base here too. So it might have just been like routine oh. stuff that they were doing you know no, it actually it may have been them because it was the navy and the and the air force maybe maybe that would make sense yeah I, I, saw a, I saw a big jet fly overhead but it wasn't it wasn't them ah yeah i saw a big ass military airplane fly over today also <laughs> that was nuts dude i was driving on the new jersey turnpike i was up north i was up toward new york city kind of and um, <clears throat> I just see, I, I see. I, I forgot about it. I read about it yesterday. I was like, "That's cool. I'm gonna catch it." And then I'm driving up north, and like 155, and I'm like, I completely forgot about it. And I just see jets fly over me, <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and uh, it was it was really cool because you saw like a military helicopter off in the distance to like, make sure there's no airplanes around, like, and then they had like. Uh, six and six it was two groups of six and like the the v formation and they had another jet above them it was really awesome dude that's awesome yeah do you guys think when 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 you see like uh like them flying over or like the military helicopters and everything do you ever think of like red dawn like what if that's not ours i don't know that's that's, yeah. a, that's always a thought that goes through my head i'm like what yeah. if you see like people i, I feel that this? <laughs> I totally feel about that, and that's actually the exact – well, not exact, but that's very similar to what I said earlier because I was looking on Snapchat and the public stories because I put mine to the public story. But other people's stories, they're like 12 jets flying over, just another regular day. What the fuck is going on? Like a lot of people didn't know that was happening. So I'm just imagining – imagine you're like some like crackhead or like a hobo in like New York City or Philadelphia, and you see 12 – or 13 fucking jets fly right over you. And oh, they're nuking us! They're nuking yeah, us! For real! Oh, shit. 
Exactly. I'm thinking to myself, imagine you're some cracked out crackhead. You're like, what the fuck? The world's ending. Time to freak out. <laughs> or they're like the cracked out crackhead that's like, I've been saying this the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people didn't know that was happening. So that was crazy. But I was driving on the turnpike and it, it's funny because I saw all these people pulled over on the side of the road. Like on the on the, like the off ramps on the actual highway on the bridges going over the highway, like the, all these people pulled over and it was crazy because I was like, what's going on? Why is everyone pulled over? Then I, then I see the jets fly over like almost immediately. I was like, oh man, I had my camera with me too. I really wish I like stopped a couple moments earlier so I could have set up my camera to take some good photos, but I guess it is what it is. Yeah, but that would have been a great photo moment. I would have loved because apparently that's very rare. The Thunderbirds and the Blue Angels, yeah. like flying together. Apparently that's very rare. So that's cool. Got to witness it in person. It was it was great. Do you that's think awesome, they were like dude. talking shit to each other then? <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Fuck you. Our our airplanes are cooler. Yeah. <laughs> like going back and forth. If I was one of those pilots, I definitely would fuck with the other team. But like friendly. <laughs> I mean, you know, one's Air Force, one's Navy, so there's definitely that rivalry there. But <clears throat> I don't know, man. Sure if, I, if I was one of them, I'd fuck with the other ones just to fuck around. You know, I mean, who else can say they're a fucking pilot for yeah. that sort of thing? Yeah, that would sure there's like friendly banter or something going on between them. That would be like such a sight to see. You're just I like you're one of the. I'm sorry. You're one of like the pilots, and you're just like cruising in your airplane, you know, flying through doing tricks. And you just look to your left, and you just see the other team like with their ass, like mooning and shit. So, do you agree that we should have done that with the fighter jets, or should we tell the story of like what happened? With what the, do you mean? <laughs> with the uh, with the article. The, the jet- <laughs> I totally forgot about the article. <laughs> well, that was just a he side thing. I just wanted to talk about, about it. it. <laughs> so the Jets were to commemorate uh, the frontline workers, the essential workers and stuff for coronavirus uh, issue going on. Uh, so the article I sent you guys, it was uh, about people just completely in New York City just completely disregarding social distancing just to see this. And I, I read it right before we started this podcast. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, that is like literally like, first off, that's completely counterintuitive to what this whole, the whole point of this was, but not even that, but this is just going to bring us back so many steps. Um, so in New York city and Northern New Jersey, uh, a lot of people went to like public parks, like their doorsteps out in the street everywhere. And they're all standing shoulder by shoulder, right, right up in each other's grills fucking watching these jets fly by commemorating the frontline workers of the coronavirus pandemic and it's like bro that is literally the worst way to show support like a lot of people they thought they were showing support yeah that's cool but yeah, what a spit what a spit in the face exactly yeah. there's about to be such a big spike in how many people are gonna get sick just because of this just just because of this dude i'm, I'm calling it now give it like two weeks there's gonna be a big spike in, in cases in new york city yeah. In the next week or two, yeah. it's gonna be fucking bad. Like that's like the worst thing that anyone could have done. Yeah, it's it just like someone had to foresee this too. And I think, you know, what 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 really stuck out to me while like reading the article and hearing about like so many people coming out, it's to me, it's just like first thing I was thinking was like, no, what what a no brainer. You know, everyone's gonna come out for that, uh-huh. um, especially since it's so rare. Like you were talking about before, Nikita. 
But then one thing that really stuck out to me while like reading it was that it just shows, and I this might be an overstep, but it just shows where we're at right now. With like, we're trying to do something nice. It just seems like the government's so scattered right now, trying to get this. You know, like no one thought that a bunch of people were going to come outside. You know, were they so scattered and like this is going to be an awesome thing to do that they just went and did it. You know, without thinking of that, it's just yeah. I don't know. It's it's, it, it's a little scary that something that large a scale would be put into place without thinking of the repercussions. You know. Yeah. Yeah. My 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 whole thing with reading it. One, it was the New York Post, which I don't. I don't really like the New York Post too much because they kind Here of, yeah, yeah, they 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 either contradict what people say or like they're very con- contrarian uh, to most uh, to mostly everybody else. Yeah, I, I usually don't pay attention to the, to the New York Times, so I can't. I don't really have an opinion on that, but I have seen some things from them where it's like it's never really anything good, and I, I think you're right. I think they're like. They're like borderline fear mongering conspiracy theorists. Yeah, that's it's, exactly it's, what it's it is. It's kind of weird. Yeah, but. like who's to say like other because that's the only thing I've heard like I've read about it. I haven't heard anything else otherwise about if there were crowds or not. That's the only thing I've I've read about it. That article. So um, whether they're exaggerating or what, I, I don't I don't know a whole lot about the the overall situation of the day. I mean, if people were out there shoulder to shoulder, that's bad. It's bad, and it's going to be unfortunate. And yeah, yeah probably wasn't a good idea to have the jets fly over. <laughs> yeah, um, no matter no matter like what the positive outcome they were looking to have for it, like it was definitely like a positive thing. It's just it probably might not have been the best idea. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, I in uh, on the other hand, that is the only article of that nature that I even saw. Uh, it literally just popped up out of nowhere. It's like the, not like the first thing. I just like like caught my eye and I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." So I didn't. I don't know if this is even true. For all we know, nobody fucking went out into the parks and stuff to do that. But I mean, yeah. I, I, I saw people on the highway that were a little close. So uh, yeah, I don't know, man, go figure. I can't imagine no one going out to see that though. Yeah, such uh, a on, on the Snapchat place. stories, people were outside. Like, I saw Snapchat stories of actual people, like, in crowds. Like, that was a thing. Maybe, I don't know if to the extent of what New York Post or whatever is saying. But, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So, anything else interesting happened? Anything else new? How's your quarantine going? <laughs> Quarantine's going good. I like not wearing pants. You wow, know? I did not need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, no, pants, you're not pants. alone. You're not alone, dude. You're not alone. Everyone else, about half our listeners right now either have their tits out or their pants off or something or chilling in their leisure wear. <laughs> I know I am. I got my tits and pants off. Yeah. <laughs> my tits are out. Quarantine, it's, it's, it's done so much good, I think, like about like, I don't know, re- it gave me a lot of time to think and like reevaluate some stuff in my life, you know, yeah. get my place together. Uh, find different things to keep me active, like researching stuff or uh, painting. You know what I mean? Good, yeah. good quality. What about the ukulele, stuff. bro? What the about uka- the ukulele? Oh, I already mastered that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, sad thing. Cece's ukulele string just snapped a couple days ago because we were playing oh. a lot and it just snapped. And we don't want to take it to the store right now. I think they're doing drop off at some music shops. Yeah. Like, uh, but, uh, I don't know. I'd rather just wait, you know? Yeah. One thing that really stuck out to me with this whole quarantine thing, though, 
is uh, I'm really big into like quality of life and seeing like a big business making so much money. How's it affecting the middle class and everything? That's always been a really, really, really important subject to me. Mm-hmm. So one thing I've been thinking about while I'm having all this time to do this is like, wow, um, you know, is this what life would be a little bit more like the positive parts, at least if we didn't have to work, you know, 50 hours a week, 55 yeah. hours a week, you know what I mean? Even 40, 40 hours a week, if yeah. we didn't have to work that, that long. And it seems like we used to not have to, um, at least one, one member of the household had to, but not both members, you know? And it just seems like, wow, was this what life was a little more like back in the day, not being stuck inside, but the having more free time to be able to, yeah. you know, talk to people. And I and, think I would have to respectfully disagree. Do you think? Uh, I, I think a long time ago we had to work more. It's just <clears throat> what it was directed at was different because maybe like you got paid more at work, proportionally speaking, of course, uh, maybe you worked less hours at your job, but you would work more hours at home between making food for the children, you know, taking care of your family uh, taking care of any land that you had because think about a hundred years ago uh a lot of people didn't live in the cities like cities weren't how they are now so yeah. a lot of people had to do like physical work at, around their property and stuff like that that's just that's that's my perspective yeah well we still have to do that but i i think what i meant more by that was um you know all the way up until like the 1960s it was a single member of the family could go and it was always you know stereotypically the man um, and it was the man that can go out and work while the woman stays home. But it was it that was the wage gap was women wouldn't earn anything, but men would earn a lot. But yeah. it gave I think a little bit more time for the family. Oh, this this is kind of going in not the direction I wanted it to. It sounds like ah. I'm like all about like gender. <laughs> You're wrong. You're and, wrong. Oh, but it's just so, <laughs> having have one member of the household making all the money while while someone else in the household stays home and does the cleaning and does all that. So I don't know. Saying, Did it are you look- saying those are the good old days? Is that what oh, you're saying? Oh, the good old days. Bring you me fucker. back. Make you America great again. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Have you been protesting? You've been protesting. <laughs> no, it's just... Maybe yeah. This isn't. This isn't. I I really hope this doesn't sound too fucked up because that's not the direction I'm going you're for. You're a dick and you're. No, I, I know you. exactly. I know exactly what you're saying. You're saying like you know it was like a normal nine to five hour work day back in the day, and like one member of the family would go to work, and back then it was the man and the woman stayed home, and she took usually she was the they were housewives. They stayed home and they took care of the house, like the, with the gardening and keeping everything. Yeah, no shit. It's sexist. <laughs> That's why it doesn't happen yeah. anymore. <laughs> if we could still run a household like that nowadays, it's it's impossible for it to be like that unless you're running like a multi-million dollar company and yeah. it's just you where you can afford to have your wife stay home, but like the general the average American, they they can't do that. That's why a lot of, you know, you have a lot more men and women, husbands and wives, they are all in the workforce at this point because even with like nine to five jobs for the most part, most people are still just getting by. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not because it's not because just women's wages went up. It's because women's wages went up and men's wages went down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like two people bringing in a large source of income, at least not usually now. It's just they equaled it out. So now when they both get done their nine to fives, they still have to go home and do the cooking and do the cleaning and stuff. You know, it's just, yeah. it's interesting. That's kind of a far shoot of like, this whole quarantine thing but it was just something with my with all the time i have that i was thinking about you know like yeah i I totally agree with you there because the quality of life uh 
for me. I, I think it's gotten a little bit. It's gotten definitely a little, at least a little bit better. Uh, I started investing more time. It's a hobby I've been wanting to invest more time into uh, photography, and it's awesome. I actually spent. Uh, I've dude. I've taken so many photos with my phone and my actual camera in these past couple of weeks. It's ridiculous. I've gotten some really good ones uh, today. I went to my mother's house. She has big, beautiful property, lots of plants, a pool, uh, all these like little statues around the pool and stuff. I got some good photos. And I got some photos of my brother and my mother and stuff. From a distance, of course, I've got a nice long-distance lens, <laughs> literally from across the pool. But I, I spent all day getting great photos, and I just felt so like happy and, and like relieved and just stress-free. It was great. Yeah, that's beautiful. You know? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Today's been a good day, for sure. Today was a good day. Uh, nobody I know got sick in L.A. Today was a good day. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit of brightness in this dark time, though. You know, it's being able to do these family things and, and yeah. just not even just family things, but just like, you know, things that you would do. Hobby things, I should say. Yeah, you know? things to make you happy. That. And food shopping, it's a hassle, but everyone is so freaking nice out by me right now. Like, oh my is god, so, so nice! I can't There's believe just... you're saying this because it's literally the polar opposite near Philadelphia. It is the worst fucking thing. Everyone's freaking out, dude. You walk into a grocery store, first off, if you cough or sniffle, you're fucked. Like, you are fucked. God forbid you have allergies. And second off, you look at anyone's eyes. They are either A, ignoring you, like looking away, or B, they have the fear of God in their fucking eyes. <laughs> and like, I mean, understandably, nobody wants to get sick and maybe even fucking die and God forbid get their whole family sick. Nobody wants that. But like, it's crazy because people are stressed from it. Like, they're afraid. They're stressed because they're afraid. And they're acting crazy because they're stressed and afraid. It's, it's bad, dude. Out here, it is bad. I mean, yeah. it must be nice. It must be nice to live out in bumblefuck whatever, <laughs> where there's 10 people, city population. Every, everyone bags on South Jersey until... No, I'm not right. going to say that. That's, yeah, that's yeah, nice. that's fucked up. <laughs> too soon, too soon. Yeah. Turn yeah. it to a meme and I'll share it. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's still, there's still people out there. I saw numerous people that were definitely stressing out. And a lot of it has to do with having something on your face, I think, is a little bit like of a, like a claustrophobic yeah. type thing. You know, I felt that way a month ago <clears throat> wearing the masks. Now I'm a little bit more used to it, but I can tell a lot of people, um, you know, they, they get a little stressed out. It's hot and everything. But as a majority, it was just everyone was so nice and they were thanking the workers. Mm. The workers were thanking them. And like, you know, I was like, I don't know. It was amazing. I wish we could all be that nice all the time. You know, what's funny. I, I went to go fill my tank up today and um, I went to my gas station it's the same one I always go to. I like made friends with the guy who pumps the gas. He's like this cool Indian dude with the turban and stuff. He's awesome. So <laughs> today was the first time I've seen in a long time because I haven't got my tank filled. And he was wearing a mask. Like it was around his ears, but it went right over his mouth and like, oh, like just touched the bottom of his nose. It wasn't even over his nose. Oh. Like he had a he had a whole ass bushy white beard. I'm saying like fucking a foot long hanging out of the fucking mask. I, I feel so bad for anybody with a beard, like a long beard, a long beard that has to wear those masks because that shit must fucking suck. I have a short, tame beard. 
And, like, it's still a little weird, but with a long one, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Both of you said, yeah, like, you have long beards. What the fuck <laughs> do you know about that? <laughs> Dude, mine's woofing, bro. Look at that. Yeah, you look like a werewolf. I feel like a werewolf, bro. You, you look like you haven't gotten a haircut this. since two podcasts ago. <laughs> I, I I like the facial hair thing too right now. You know, we are all we all have facial hair on here right now. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. We're all men. We eat I steaks. Like, <laughs> I like I like playing with it. I like brushing it. I like scratching yeah. it. it. It's nice. That's what she said that's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The yeah, only thing that gets me is the mustache a little bit because it's going over my lips now. Yes. So I'm trying yeah. to like tame you it. Trim it up. You trim it up a little bit. You get your scissors, just go trip, 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 trip. I don't want to though. I want to see how how long I can get it. You know. I yeah. use fire. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I trim my beard hair with fire. You know, um, <laughs> you know I, I usually touch my mustache, dude. The first, I never like really had a mustache until last year, and I really like it. I always thought it looked really fucking weird on me, but then I realized I can like trim up my mustache and make it into different shapes that are more pleasing for my face. And there you have that. Yeah. So I, I touched up my mustache. I touched at the bottom so it doesn't grow over my lip, but it is such a weird sensation when you first grow in a mustache. Cause like if the hair is untouched, like some parts are long, it's like curling back and pushing back against your lip. It's the weirdest sensation. So you, you got guys- on your lip. <laughs> do you guys ever get that pain when you like hit your hair the wrong way and it like feels like it pushes yep. in yeah oh, yeah it's like you're stabbing stuff. yourself with the hair yeah yeah what is that why does it hurt so bad i think it's just it's, an angle yeah it's an angle. you're 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 almost like essentially putting a wire into your face like That's a very hard. thin also, wire when you, when you cut your hair it's sharp the edge is very small but it's sharp it's funny every time like almost every time like recently i go to kiss my girlfriend I have, like, these hairs right underneath my soul patch, and if I let it go for, like, a day or two, they get, like, long and sharp, and it's weird. My bottom lip hair is, like, abnormally darker and sharper and coarser than the rest of my hair, and I just stab her with it. She, like, <laughs> I'll go to kiss her. She pulls away, and she's like, ow, Nikita, what the fuck? And I'm like, what would I do? And she's like, you stabbed me, and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to kiss you. <laughs> Hey, you guys want to talk about this, uh, talk about our topic here? Finally, I've been waiting for two podcasts. Right? Toot our, toot our own <laughs> horns here. Let's do this. Nice. So, what's the topic, guys? Yeah, what's the topic? I didn't hear about a topic. <laughs> I didn't I hear about a topic? a rhetorical question. <laughs> Today we are talking about cryptozoology. <laughs> My the, favorite subject. Wait, I got the wrong memo. <laughs> you didn't get this memo? Oh, I got the wrong one, dude. What the fuck is cryptozoology? <laughs> cryptozoology. It's a it's a zoo full of crypts. I thought it was like a digital currency <laughs> zoo, <laughs> digital elephants and digital giraffes. <laughs> Quinn, do you know what cryptozoology is? Or I, I have no idea what cryptozoology. Oh, so we're rolling with this one, huh? Well, now I'm going to explain it because you guys don't know what it is. So cryptozoology essentially is uh, it's like myths. Uh, so, like, the Jersey Devil, uh, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, the Mothman, uh, the the Rake, or the Rack. Whatever Chupacabra! Chupacabra. That's a, that's a cryptozoology. Wow. I, I thought it was just mythology. <laughs> so, what about, like, uh, the wolf from Little Red Riding Hood? Is that cryptozoology? That's a that's fairy tale. That's called a story. 
That's a fairy tale, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so are the other ones, but <laughs> those are fairy tales. Those are that's that's uh. What about the Tin different. Man? What is the Tin Man? Huh? Does he qualify? No, because he doesn't have a heart. <gasps> you best. You take that back. <laughs> he has no heart. Scarecrow. Oh no. <laughs> he's yeah. stupid, but he's he's there. <laughs> so what's the real topic? All right, so our topic is our real topic is we're going to be talking about acting since the three of us on this call are actors, and we're going to be talking about things that we would like to do, things we want to do, things we you know are passionate about doing. Uh, maybe people we want to work with, uh, as far as like directors, actors, uh, maybe screenwriters, producers, stuff like that. Like it's a no holes no holes barred, like free range, whatever comes up comes up. And you guys have a thought about something you want to say, just say it. We're kind of, it's going to be a nice little improvised discussion here. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah. Two weeks to improvise. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The most Uh, planned out improvisation in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, I'm going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out the question here. I've been watching this one TV show in particular, uh, so that that is my question for us right now: is what is one TV show that you wish you could have been on or you would like to be on? And you can have multiple answers. So, like something that's no longer on the air that you wish that you could be on, or something that's on right now that you would like to be on. Uh, let's start with Nikita. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I've got a lot. Um, I'll I'll keep it brief. Uh, growing up, two shows I've always wanted to be on always. First off, with South Park, and second uh, was SNL. I've always wanted to be on SNL. Like that, that's my type of humor, and that's the type of acting that I would love to do if I ever had the chance. Like that is a big one for me. Uh, otherwise, uh, lately, there's a few shows. There's Community. Which is very, very, very good. The whole dynamic of the cast is great. Um, otherwise, there's Kim's Convenience, which have, if you haven't watched it, it's amazing. All of these, by the way, are on Netflix. And lastly, but definitely not leastly, Breaking Motherfucking Bad. Oh. I would have loved to be on Breaking Motherfucking Ass Fucking Dick Sucking Bad. <laughs> Yo, Breaking Bad's the shit, and I would have loved to be on. I would anyone, any part. You, I don't care if it's background or whatever, but oh, they're all That's, great. That is so sick. So, so who's your, like? Uh, if there's like one person that you could like be supporting role to, or like, or like um, act alongside, who would it be from Breaking uh, from Breaking Bad? Oh, that's tough. I mean. It really depends who I see myself portraying. Uh, oh man, not portraying, but um, no, 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 no. What part? What part of the the cast? Yeah, I, I understand. Um, I was saying more so. Would I be one of the mafia members? Would I be like? I mean, I would love to fucking. I would have loved to be with uh, with Jesse Pinkman, like working with him. That would have been fucking great. Honestly, anyone, dude anyone any anywhere that would have been amazing i'm sorry i haven't really thought much about what <laughs> roles i would play i kind of would have expected them to write me into it <laughs> you never know they might just come back out with the new breaking bad starring nikita bro that would be fucking awesome <laughs> i would love that 
Well, what uh, about you, Quinn? What do you think? Uh, where, where, what shows do you want? Or what uh, actors, product, producers, shows? So, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind, just like right off the bat, would be The Office and Parks and Recreation. Two similar shows with, with like similar humor, I should say. Yeah. But that would be a dream come true because just and this is just because of the synergy between those cast members. Yeah. You know, yes. whether it's the office or Parks and Rec, how they bounce off one another just is beyond me. And it just ah, oh my gosh. It must be such a high to be on set and be like in front of the camera and doing that with them and just building off these thoughts and going back and forth. Yeah. That would be That's dream. funny because I, I didn't even I didn't even think of that. The office, I definitely would have added uh on a side note, your current look right now with your hair kind of grown out, I could definitely see you on The Office. <laughs> United States Office, if it was still going, oh wow, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, you, you would definitely you would definitely fit in there perfectly. Yeah, nice. I look like a stressed out late intern. <laughs> a stressed out intern in East Jibib, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but no, those would probably be like my two top shows right off the top of my mind. You know. I think it would also be the most scary because I I would have to keep up, you know, and keeping up with that it's like it's its own challenge. No, but so, I think I think one of the reasons it works so well is because they're not keeping up with each other; they just are themselves, which happens to be already kept up with each other. If that makes sense, I, I feel just, like they're all yeah. already on the same wavelength, so they don't have to worry about keeping up with each other. They just do; <laughs> they do it. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. Especially The Office, that whole cast with John Krasinski and like Ryan Wilson and, you know, Steve Carell, the, the, them in general, man, like you hit it right on the head. Like that cast just works so well together. Everything flowed. And uh, that would have definitely been a fun crew to work with for sure. Yeah. It would have been sick. It would have either like made my career or totally plummeted. Broke it. <laughs> Oh my god. Quinn, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave the set of the office. You're horrible. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Quinn, what's a what's a show that's on right now that you would wanna possibly be on? Oh so I don't really watch current shows too much, to be honest with you. Nope. I I don't really you know. Nothing. You know, right. I if that, something comes up, shout it out, man. Well, Netflix kind of like fucks me up because they have stuff on from so long ago. So it's pretty much like whatever I come across, I don't really watch stuff. Oh my God. No, something just came to mind. Okay. <laughs> so the show that I would want to be on right now, that's 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 going on right now, if I could, would be Little Dickie's uh, show on Hulu. Have you guys seen that yet? No. Bro, this is like the first time on this podcast you've asked me. And in person, you've asked me like three other times. Bro, I'm sorry I haven't seen it, but I, I watched like the first episode it was interesting for sure it's so funny and it just it it builds and builds i love it i love little dicky and his whole style he's like a really nerdy jewish rapper and it's just but he plays off off that like stereotype kind of yeah you know so he's like hi i'm dave and da, 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 da. he's like talking to like yg who's like a total gangster and everything yeah and i think he was he was smoking a blunt with not Migos. Ah, it was one of these rappers. Everything he was like coughing, and he was like, "Are you like sick?" And he's like calling out this like famous rapper before he's even famous. He's like, "I, I have to go. Like I can't," because <laughs> he's like very finicky. But no, being yeah. on that show right now would be so funny, just because Lil Dicky. First off, his, his the the way he thinks when you really start looking at him is just really interesting because it's so his own kind of person, like this nerdy type feeling, but. 
it's so off and it's, it's kind of hard for me to keep up with like what he's thinking at that moment if that makes sense while i'm watching him yep. so i'd love to see him at work because i hear he's really obsessive over everything he does you know so i would love to just kind of see how he ticks you know, plus there's so many like rap stars and just like people and it just seems like so fun and like it seems like a party, you know, like watching it. So I would love to be on that, you know, and they're coming out with new episodes every week right now. Right. Wow. I got I to gotta check that out. I don't have Hulu. That's my thing. I don't have Hulu. Oh, but... man. I'll give you my older sister's account. That's who I use. We got to tag Hulu into this. Uh, hashtag Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Hulu, hook us up. <laughs> How about you, Gizmo? What shows do you want to be on? Uh, so, like, old shows, when I was a kid, a show I always wanted to be on was Buffy, The Vampire Slayer, or <laughs> uh, or Angel. I loved those shows when I was growing up. Another older one, like, looking back on it now, a little more recent, I would I would actually say Community. Uh, I just started oh. rewatching Community as well, and that show's absolutely yes. great. Um uh, uh, I would love to wish I could have been on that show. And because like Quinn, what you were saying about the office or what we were saying, where it's like the dynamic of the characters and the actors on that show. Uh, it's the same thing with community. Everybody in that show flowed so well together. Yes. Like, it was so awesome and well done. And it, it was also just so out there with a lot of the stuff that they did. Like, like, I mean, they have they have the the paintball war in one episode or in a couple episodes. Twice, there's paintball twice. wars, yeah. The Halloween episodes. The uh, Halloween episodes. There's a zombie episode. There's like a haunted house episode. There's a puppet episode. There's a, a Christmas An- special. Animated. Yeah, animated. Animated everything. There's a video game episode where they turn into video game yes! characters. Yes. With, with Gus Fring. Side- Gus Fring was in it from Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Fring was in it. And. Yeah, uh, dude. The, they actually the, like, reused a lot of uh, famous actors. They had a lot of famous actors on that show, like yeah. faces I've recognized from like my past, and, like from now. Like it's yeah. it's crazy to see where the actors have went. It's yeah, nice, it has, dude. It has one of my one of my biggest crushes, Allison Brie, is on. Is on <laughs> so I, I love her so much. She's so cool. I have to uh, check the show out. I, I've never watched it to be honest. Yeah. I texted CC the other night, I, or was it last night? The days are mixing together, but I told her, like, you guys would definitely like it, man. I think she told me something about that, too. She said you texted her at a show. We have yeah. to check If you guys are both talking about it, we all have our hands up like this. I've been saying it for <laughs> Yeah, weeks. you'll like it, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, is that a show that's on right now? We're all doing it. <laughs> <laughs> to our listeners, all three of us right now are si- are sitting with our hands above our behind our heads. We're just fucking lounging real hard. Lounging, lounging. hard. If we ever uh, take a picture, if if we ever take a picture for uh, for Gizmo's Instagram or anything, we have to do it like this. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> to be the pose for yo, buddy. Yeah. Let me see if I no, I can't. I can't do it. Never mind. We need to have a fourth person, someone off camera, to do it. Yeah, that's where all the tiles are together. <laughs> oh, speaking about tiles, let's revisit our uh, phobias episode. Uh, no, I'm kidding. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up, dude. That's I terrible. I still can't believe you're afraid of like porcelain or like ah. <laughs> so what's a what's a show that you would that's on like right now that you would want to watch Gizmo? So what I mean, you, sorry. One that's on right now I would like to be on is probably, like, uh, 
I would, I would definitely want to be on the boys on uh, Amazon, the show about the superheroes oh, where wow. it's like a realistic, like gritty take on superheroes and uh, th- watching the first season. I love that first season. And that would be something like, I think I would have a, a good time being on. Which superhero would you be? What, what would be your superpower? I don't know. Whatever they're like, there was there's a couple characters from the comics where they didn't use them in the series. So like maybe one of like the like they have the grown up superheroes in the show, which is like your main cast going on right now. And then there's a couple characters uh, from the comics where it's almost like a Teen Titans kind of but like it's like some characters that are like in their early 20s, mid to early, early to mid 20s. Okay. And uh, so I would probably want to be one of those characters. I don't know which one in particular, but uh, you, like you guys know me, I, I love superheroes and shit like that. So I would I would be all about being on that show. Nice. You could be uh, um, Captain Hindsight. Have you guys ever seen that South Park episode? Oh my god, I love it! I love it. Hindsight. <laughs> what you guys should have done was put this up over here, and then this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> oh, thank you, Captain Hindsight. We're good. <laughs> oh, to clarify, me choosing South Park before I would have, I really would have loved, especially to be on like older South Park. I think like season one through like. 11 or 12 i mean there was a point where i stopped watching it um you know i I definitely feel like the writing has changed the humor has changed uh i feel like they're kind of running out of ideas i mean understandably they've been around for so long and yeah they they focus on like modern events and stuff but it's weird the humor i feel like it's not the same like I, i miss that old school like vulgar like 90s and early 2000s like toilet humor it's something about it. I feel like either their jokes are too complex now, like there's too much filibuster, or something about it. It's like the, the style of humor has changed. It uh, seems to be much more structured now. Yeah, ma- maybe it's uh, yeah, exactly. Maybe it's that. More of a. Uh, I can't, more I can't of put a my finger on it. Yeah. yeah. I've uh, I've I've noticed like like more of a storyline definitely in a lot of episodes. It takes like you have to watch multiple episodes because the story goes yeah. multiple episodes. Yeah. Exactly. I, I miss like those old school fucking you know twenty minute long story plots or thirty minute long story plots. Like the old South Park episodes, they had a certain feel to them, and I just abs- I'm always gonna love them. That that's always gonna have a place in my heart, even if I don't watch like new South Park anymore. Yeah, I, I, I'm still always gonna have a place in my heart for that show, and I would have loved to be on the old school. <laughs> oh my god, that was wonderful. Hell yeah, hey, brother. Here's a question I'm going to throw at you guys. What are some characters, like, if there was ever a character that you've ever thought about playing before or portraying on screen, whether it's on TV or in a movie? So, like, an example for you guys, like, if they ever remade Nightmare on Elm Street, I would, I've always wanted to play Freddy Krueger. Like, I would love to portray him. Uh, Is there any, is there, like, a character that you guys can think of that you would want to portray? Oh, my God. Off of a TV show, specific like like specifically TV show? No, not 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 TV show. Let's say a uh, character in general, whether it be from TV or from a movie. So like for me, I would I've always wanted to play Freddy Krueger. I would I would love to portray him in a movie. Nice. Can I ask why? Uh, he's one. He's my favorite. He's one of my favorite slashers in horror, and uh, he's the only one that actually talks. And he's also kind. He's one of the only ones that speaks, and he's funny. To an extent, and he's also very 
he can be sexual. Like if I was to portray him, I would make him a little bit sexual. Like I'd probably make him like a little uh, bit more uh, over the top on the sexual aspect. And Gizmo, uh, horny devil. You dirty that's me. pig. That's me. <laughs> but but you think about that, you know, because Freddie's a burn victim. So imagine be, seeing this guy being scared of him. But then he's also very hey, sexual. Mama. <laughs> yeah. And that's in, mo- in some of the most of the movies. He was like that, too. Like there, you know, one of his lines was when he sees a black girl, he goes, oh, how sweet. Dark. Like, oh shit! <laughs> or like he goes to shove his claws into in between. I think it's Freddy versus Jason. He goes to shove his uh, claw glove in between the girl's legs, and he says, "The first time tends to get a little messy." Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but, so it's like uh, you want to be Freddy Krueger with a little bit more of the Harvey Weinstein type thing. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Go down on the Harvey Weinstein. Just a little bit more like, I don't know how else to describe it. I guess just like more seductive to an extent. So more of like the girl. More, more Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> All right. <laughs> more like the girl what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't even know if I should be saying this or not, but like more of like the girl actually wanting it than <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but more of like uh Dracula. There we go. I could use Dracula as an example. He was very seductive. Like most of the stories you read up about Dracula, women see him and it's like they're drawn to him kind of. Oh, okay. But Freddie, he's a burn victim, so women can't really be drawn to him. Oh, so you want to be more like the hunchback of Notre Dame? That's what you need. A fat worm? (laughs) No, that's what you need. (laughs) Wabam! But, uh, yeah, enough of me, like, feeling ridiculous saying I want to be Freddy Krueger. Uh, Quinn, do you have any uh, characters that you've ever thought about that you would want to portray, maybe? Or is there a character that you maybe thought of that you'd want to portray? Oh, yeah. So first one definitely has to be, and this is TV show specifically, would TV be... TV show or movie? Ah, see, I'm, I'm, I'm torn between two right now. Because one, be, one would be, well, the TV show one would be uh, Thomas Shelby from uh, The Peaky Blinders. Because right I fell in love with that character the moment I saw him. I've always been, like, really into business and really being, like, I don't know, just that kind of style, that kind of gangster feeling, kind of, you know, like old school gangster. So watching him, I've always dreamed about that. Like, I would love to be. I've I've based, like, college exams, like, my work ethic off of that character so many times. And I've, I've gone to that character so many times and watched those shows to get motivation to do stuff in my actual life. Which kind of sounds ridiculous saying out loud, but that's how much I, I love this character. And like, I just, I don't know, I feel very, um, I can relate really well to that character in a way. Or at least I feel like I can, you know. Um, but off of a movie, I would love to play Matt Damon's character in uh, Good Will Hunting. That's, that would be amazing too. I really like that whole um you know, feeling like you have more or knowing that you have more, but being stuck in certain situations. And I guess that's kind of the way Peaky Blinders is, too, because Peaky Blinders, he's an Irish uh, gangster in England in the early 1900s where Ireland was like slaves, you know, like they were like slaves to them. And the same thing with Matt Damon. He grew up in what was it, Boston, like the outskirts of gritty, gritty Boston. But he was like this super brainy. So it's like having potential in the dark. I guess that's kind of what I feel 
uh, empathy for in a way, you know? So right that, on. yeah. So that would be like the two characters that I would love to play. I had a uh, feeling that Matt, I had a feeling that you're going to say Matt Damon because Good Will Hunting is your favorite movie, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love Good Will Hunting. It's amazing. You know, and I just like, I don't know. I like the whole idea of being held back. I think, I think it's so easy to relate to because everybody, no matter where you are, I mean, some more than others, but everyone has obstacles in their life. And everyone also has that feeling, whether it's, you know, deep down with a really low self-esteem covering it, or they feel it a lot and they're really expressive with it, but everybody feels like they have something in them that they could be doing more with, you know, that they could go. And they feel like everyone feels like they have obstacles in their way. So I feel like it's really easy to feel empathetic to those situations, you know? So it's just, it's, it's something I'm drawn to all the time, you know? Right on, dude. Good drama. <laughs> those are those are uh, those are actually two big switches because like if you were to be on a show you would be on a comedy but if you were to portray a certain character you would want to be more dramatic yeah all right yeah. so w- this will be the next question something to think about like uh what kind of genre would you want to work in like think start thinking about that for the next question but uh nikita what what about you what characters would you want to portray to be honest, guys, I've been sitting here trying to think of something. I don't have much for you. Uh, I was I was going to say, yeah, this is going to be funny. Um, I would like to be John Travolta from Hairspray. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, I'm not 100% serious with that, but I mean, I, I would consider. I mean, dude, that's fucking hilarious. And second off, I can do the John Travolta. Like, oh my god, man, my name John Travolta, man. I'm stuck in this closet, man. Oh my god, who John Travolta? <laughs> That's oh. a little nod to South Park right there. <laughs> this, you know, the South Park R. Kelly episode, he trapped in the closet. John Travolta, John Travolta's in the closet. Gonna pop my motherfucking gun. <laughs> oh man, I'm just stuck in this closet, man. Oh my god. <laughs> But uh, seriously, though, I would like, I mean, that would be funny as shit. <laughs> See, Quinn, uh, you know, man, I, I dressed up in women's makeup and a wig before for a joke to fuck with somebody. Like, <laughs> that's with them, not actually have sex with them. No, that's fucked up. But <laughs> no, but th- I think that's funny. And to answer your next question, uh, dude, comedy. Comedy may be something serious for me, but comedy. Like a comedy with or a serious movie with comedy twists or vice versa, something with comedy. I, I think I'm a I'm a good funny guy. <laughs> yeah, I see. I I definitely see you falling in like the comedy genre a lot. Oh yeah, but that's the memorable ones. If you ask me, man, that's you know you make someone's la- you make someone laugh, they're gonna remember you. And I remember that one time that funny guy said that one funny thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't have any examples for you because I don't remember any funny remember people. That, remember that funny guy that said that funny thing that one time? That was funny. <laughs> what was his name? I don't know. He was funny, though. <laughs> Dude, I am that guy for so many people. I have so many funny random encounters. It's awesome. Out in public, I, I love it. Like I embarrass the shit out of my girlfriend because I'll just like, I'm that guy who will just overhear something happening and then I'll chime in and say something really funny and we all bust out laughing and we leave the store a group of friends. <laughs> yeah. So what about you, Giz? What about you, Giz? Uh, what genre well, are you going to be in? Well, obviously horror. I would love to be in horror, but if I was to anything other than that, I'd, I'd probably want to go more towards like a drama. I'm kind of drawn to drama a little bit. 
So, like, I I think I would have a lot more creativity as far as that goes. The horror field, I, I've grown up with that. So it's like, you know, that kind of, like, area would come naturally to me. I think, like, drama, I'd be having a lot more, like, emotion to put into it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm also down for comedy, too. But I, I think I would definitely want to, like, steer more towards, like, dramas. <laughs> While you were saying that, I thought of SBU. I would, like... I'd like to be on SBU. I, I know it's more of a serious show. Law I can see myself on. Yeah, I, I can see myself on SBU for sure. That's that would be nice. It's just it's just weird. Like I I think I'm pretty good at serious roles. Like in my practice and classes and stuff, when I do serious scenes. I, I think I do a pretty good job. But who what I would personally want to do would probably be horror or not horror. Uh, would be comedy. Even though I think I would do pretty well in horror. I. Fun fact, I was an evil clown in a, a... It was a horror movie. I was an evil clown in an evil clown movie. It was fucking cool, man. I was the star of the movie. But you never got to see my face. You only got to hear me fucking do my evil clown laugh, which I, I will spare you. I'm going to break the microphone was, and maybe your speakers, too. What was that? That was, a, that was Bad Ben, the Crescent Moon Clown, wasn't it? Bad Ben, the Crescent Moon Clown. Yeah. It's on Amazon. <laughs> that's that, awesome. that minimal budget movie is like tiny 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 almost non-existent budget yeah. um, but at the time you know, I wasn't doing it for the money and I had a good time doing it it was cool met some good people it was fun regardless of how good or bad the movie was it was a great time and I got to fucking laugh on camera like an evil clown <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's badass Quit, what about had... yeah what's your uh, what's your genre that you would so... want to work in I thought long and hard about this subject, and I have to say, I'm a lonely motherfucker, so some romance would be pretty nice. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> He's going notebook on us. Oh, shit. It's the only so way I'll ever get to his love, even if it is just for a movie set. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Quinn, if you were offered a spot on Fifty Shades of Grey, would you do it? I've never seen Fifty Shades of, Fifty Shades of Grey, so Either I don't know. Really, but I've heard some shit. If the, listener, if the listeners could have seen Quinn's face right there, <laughs> would you be on? Would you be in Fifty Shades of Grey? His face looks so like disgusted, and he just went, "Well, I've never seen that." <laughs> As if he's making up for something strange. Oh uh, yeah, I, I'm really lonely, guys. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> no, I, I, but like, um, all, all seriousness i i think i'm along the lines with you gizmo i think uh i would love to do comedy you know and first off it's fucking hard to do comedy and second off like uh i don't know i think where my real passion lies is just in the in the drama because i would love to be able to dive really deep into characters and i think you can do that in comedy but not the same way as you would in drama um or at least like the dramatic category so something like that would probably be if i had to pick one genre that would be it because just being able to dive into a character and really, I really like the um, the kind of characters where they have like a really like a personal conflict, like a self conflict type character, where they're battling something within themselves. You know what I mean? Not like a demon or anything, but just like trying to overcome obstacles that they put in their own place. And I think that that's that's drama right there. Like the you Joker. Know? Yeah, yeah. You know, would, like would, would you be the Joker? That's a that's a lot of big shoes to fill. But what, if you were offered the spot, Quinn, would you be the Joker? Fuck yeah, dude! I would take that money. <laughs> <in a> heartbeat. <laughs> Gizmo, you're 
Cosmo shaking his head. No, I'm not my it. head. Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely wouldn't do it. That's too much to live up to. One, you gotta live up to. Yeah, live up oh, yeah. to three. I mean, Jack Nicholson, uh, Heath Ledger, and now Joaquin Phoenix. You gotta live up to three different performances. That it's like you have to do something different and like still try to top the one that came before you. I yeah. would. I would never try. It. I mean, it'd probably be the end of my acting career, but that's why. Look, look, looking at what happened to Jared Leto, like everyone bags on his Joker performance so much, it's like I don't know if I would ever attempt it. That yeah. is true. Yeah, that's a very good point. You're kind of putting it into perspective now, and I'm like, mm, taking it back. Maybe I wouldn't either. Although the money, you know, the money. Yeah, yeah the money. Take the yeah, money. Listen, listen, that's gonna be the last the- check you ever get, though. <laughs> it's gonna so be one big check, though. You. The yeah, production's gonna sue you for all the money that they lost because the performance was so bad. <laughs> I want it up front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, imagine that—you get a duffel bag full of stacks and stacks of hundreds, millions of dollars in cash in a duffel bag. Oh, I would love that. Do you know what that sounds is- better than millions of dollars in cash in a duffel bag? Billions, billions of dollars. Of dollars. <laughs> Trillions. I like this thinking. I was going to say on a check so you don't get robbed. But you know what? That's right. Billions of dollars. That, I'm going to go buy a gun and hopefully not get robbed by my gun dealer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I just came into millions of dollars. Let me get like 20 AKs. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. If you guys could work with one director, what would it be? Or Gizmo, did you have a certain structure you wanted to keep with no, this? No, no, it's a free-for-all. Shoot it out, guys. Shoot okay, so that's what she said. Direct. <laughs> Favorite. <laughs> Fuck Nikita. <laughs> okay, that's, that, that, okay, guys, that settles it. I am Mike. I'm Michael from The Office. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that settles it, man. That settles it. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> oh, dude, just I shoot it out, that. guys. Just ejaculate these ideas, please. <laughs> Ejaculating ideas. Uh, I can't stop. Uh, ideas, ideas. All right, <laughs> uh, Nikita, clean your lens off. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's that's your monitor, bro. That ain't my lens. <laughs> oh shit! You're right. Grab this towel. <laughs> Oh, that's a wall. He's banging his head against the wall. Okay. <laughs> He's closing his window, so his yeah, neighbors don't my window. I live in an apartment. <laughs> probably like listening to me outside right now. Like, what the fuck is this dude doing? <laughs> talking to people, talking about jerking off. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! I said, chill, I said, ejaculate chill. ideas, we're not, we're not and I was like, off, oh, dude. my window's open right next to me. Let me close this real quick. <laughs> that's really weird. I didn't know you guys were talking about jerking off this whole time. I'm just talking about ejaculating ideas. <laughs> I'm talking about favorite. favorite, Well, well, not favorite. Director that you want to work with. What would it be? Who would it be? I'm gonna start off. I want to work with James Wan. He's a director of. He directed the first Saw movie, Insidious, The Conjuring. He just did Aquaman. You know, he did one of the Fast and Furious movies. He's he's been my favorite director since the first Saw came out. I would love to work with that guy. Uh, if there's a director that I wish I could have worked with, it would probably have been Wes Craven because I have a huge uh, passion for Wes Craven and all the work he's done. Wes Craven. He looks like a cool guy. I'm looking him up right now. Yeah, he was badass. I saw him. He was doing a Q&A at the New York Times uh, building in New York City probably like 10 years ago, maybe. 
and uh, actually maybe a little bit. Yeah, it was probably about ten years ago, but that was something I'll I'll always remember. Uh, sitting, you know, ten rows back from the stage while he was up there talking and answering questions for people, and me just being there like starstruck, like. You know, Wes Craven was one of my heroes, and it's like he was right there. I was looking right at him in person. And, uh, yeah, so Wes Craven and James Wan, those are my two directors that I wish I – one I hope to work with and one I wish I could have worked with. So was it about, like, their their style of shooting? Is it about – like what exactly intrigues you about these guys? Uh, So with James Wan, he's able to – he – He's able to tell a story with very little, pretty much you can give him a budget of $10 million and he's going to tell you one of the best stories with that $10 million. Okay. And I, I don't know if you've seen any of those movies, Quinn or or Nikita, but like, have, have either of you seen Saw or Insidious or... Oh, the I, I've seen Saw. I've seen, uh, oh. yeah, a few of them. Yeah, so Saw, it was done with like a micro budget. Like you they did not put a lot of money into that movie and they still took that story and it's become one of the biggest franchise in horror of all time. Really? Yeah. Not a high budget. That's crazy. Yeah. It was a very low budget film. And James Wan to me, man, even though he's mainstream now, I, I think he's such an artist with his movie making. Uh, even with Aquaman, like that movie, it's probably one of my, one of the better DC movies and I think it's because he was behind it, you know, directing that one and what he was able to do on the screen with Aquaman. And Aquaman is a joke. He is a joke in the comics. Like, I don't know uh, if you guys know the history of Aquaman, but it's like they're like, I've oh, seen, you're you're the guy that can talk to fish. That's your superpower. You can swim I've and seen talk the to memes. fish. Yeah. <laughs> and so like him able him being able to take this character, making him badass and making him enjoyable to watch in a movie uh, to me, that's incredible. I think that's that's an awesome director, and that's that's someone that. Plus, he also seems like such a nice dude. Anytime I hear stories about him, he's always nice to work with on set, and that's another huge thing. Like, you know, I don't want to work with someone who's going to be a dick to me. Yeah, you know, I want to work with someone that's cool as hell on set. You know. Yeah, backtracking it real quick. I just looked it up. I have my iPad here, so I feel like this is just. I don't know. It's intriguing. So, Saul, the first Saul, had a. Budget and this blows my mind of 1.2 million dollars. Wow. 1.2 million dollars. That's pretty much as much as Low Tide had. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very small budget. Crazy. That's like Halle Berry had like a hundred something million dollars. Like that's nuts. You know. And it 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 um in the box office it grossed 103.9 million dollars. Yeah. That's more than a 102 million dollar markup that's crazy that is nuts wow and what was that what was that director's name uh james wan james wan yeah send him my resume right (laughs) him and uh him and lee winnell lee winnell wrote that script with him and they they worked on a lot of movies together after that And uh, the two of them together, like if the two of them came back together, that's the project I would want to work on. I would want to work on a Lee Winnell, James Wan piece. Nice. Because Lee Winnell, he takes an original concept and then he adapts it into something that is just so incredible. Like when they did Insidious, which is about it, it's not so much a haunting movie. It's about like astral projection more or less, but it is like a haunting movie. 
but they made it original by making it people astral project out of their bodies. And there's one scene where they do a seance and uh, they're like, they wanted to stay away from doing like all these cliches from haunting movies and ghost movies. So what they did while they're doing the seance is the woman sits down and they're like, oh shit, here's the cliche, the classic seance. They're all sitting at the table and they're going to summon the demons. Like, uh, and then Lee Winnell says, well, what if we put a gas mask on her and have the tube from the gas mask go into a pair of headphones? This way she's speaking into the mask and then it's being transmitted into the headphones and then I'll draw out what she's saying. So that's how they were able to take a cliched idea and then put an original twist to it to make it be like, oh, man, that's different. You know what I mean? Like they take <laughs> these old ideas, but still put some originality to it, which is like something that is really, you know, to me, that's meaningful. Like you don't want to see the same thing over and over again. So making a little different, you know? I yeah, that's really tough to do and hard too. I feel like that's that's like the main thing. I think we were talking about this before Gizmo. Mm -hmm. We were talking about you know it's the original ideas and horror is really hard to come by. Yeah, you know, shooting them the same way and like how are they doing it differently? You know, so that's that's amazing. Well, someone once told me there's 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 no such thing as a new idea. There's just old ideas that you add on to or something like that. Did you guys ever hear that before? Yeah, 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 yeah. That. that reminds me of it. 1.2. I'm still mind blown. I'm just looking at this. 1.2 million dollars. Bro, this is this is one of the reasons why I like talking to you about horror movies because horror movies are they are the lowest budget projects usually. Like, like I said, minimum you can make a, a horror movie for 10 million dollars. Opening weekend, you're going to be looking at maybe like a 30 million dollar profit. Wow. Like, the, this is why I really enjoy talking to you about horror, like on a business. And because it, you make you make so much money off of horror movies. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, I mean, it's making me kind of want to get into horror movies right now. Hey, you guys want to make a horror movie? Let's so, make a horror movie. Are there so 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 then like um I mean that's a really good side of horror movies, but it, are there also a lot of horror movies that just tank and tank and tank? Like, do you get oh, yeah. that a lot too? Yeah, I've, like I've seen a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You, you could have a horror movie, but and this is where the production studio, we've talked about this on here before, Blumhouse, they're a micro-budget production company where they'll they'll spend low amounts on their horror movies. Like, was it Fantasy Island? I think that came out this year or last year. No, it was this year. And, you know, low budget, probably like $10 million. Shitty movie, got bad bad reviews critically, but it still walked away with $30 million. Wow, you know, like it still walked away with the profit. So it's like, even though, and that's not including marketing or anything, but like, you know, unless it's a movie like it, where it drops eighty million on its production, but it's not going to tank. But sure, you can it. You can, you can have a horror movie where uh, there's a huge budget put on it, and it tanks. Like you, you can see that happening. It's it's in that genre. It's a little bit rarer just because. They're made for so cheap. Huh. That's interesting. I what feel like you guys have, have. Oh yeah. What What are some examples of high budget horror films that completely tanked? Do Do you know of any? No, Was, not would, off the top of my head. Would Cloverfield fall into that category? No, definitely not. That movie. Uh, that movie dominated. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I might. I might must be thinking about something else then. <clears throat> There's just one movie in the mid mid two thousands that just say completely tanked. I don't know. Oh, well. 
All right, so so here we go. Van Helsing. Uh, yeah, that's a horror action movie with uh, what's his name, Hugh Hugh Jackman. Huh. Yeah. They tank. Jack. <laughs> oh, so, oh no, wait, that's not answering it. Actually, that's just saying the most expensive horror movies. They spent two hundred and twenty-two million dollars on that movie. That's crazy for a horror movie. From the sound of it, from what yeah. I've learned from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, though. I feel like I, with with horror, and this is just from a totally outside perspective, but like going off of what we were just talking about, about you know, it's it's really hard for a horror movie to to tank. I guess mm-hmm. I think that's if it's a production company that really knows what they're doing with horror, or they have a name behind them where a lot of they produce a lot. Because I know I've worked, I personally worked on like Lake Sedge when I was little, which is like a no budget kind of thing, you know, very like super indie guerrilla style shooting. Um, and it's just like you see, and then we worked on, I mean, Nikita, you were on, uh, Bruce. Again, I'm sorry, what's the name of it? Bruce? No. Which, which movie? <laughs> which movie? Because <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, the clown one. Oh, uh, uh, Crescent Moon Clown. Bad, Bad Ben 5, The Crescent Moon Clown. Yeah, yeah. There's like that. <laughs> and then, I mean, we just did casting for a found footage movie and everything that was horror and stuff, you know, and like these things. I see, I see a lot of small, per, small, small like productions, like a two-man, three-man team um, where they really don't go anywhere. So I feel like, I, I, I don't know, maybe it's like if you know what you're doing with horror like really well. And you, you know, you're a good production company that's might, maybe has done it a few times, then it's a really like um, big profit type of yeah. business, you know. It is a risk though, because if you only have like three people or let's say under ten people, there's only so much you can do with yeah. like that yeah. small amount of people. That's so true. It definitely, is a challenge for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, shit. Saw it was literally two guys in a locked up in a bathroom. That's all the movie was, you know, and that's. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Wait, we have a bathroom. We have two guys. We have murder. <laughs> we can make a movie, guys. We, we have it. murder. We have murder. Lots of murder. <laughs> Gizmo has a little red tricycle. Oh, boy. Yes, I do. Yeah, his childhood tricycle. <laughs> so I, I, I want to throw a curveball at you guys. Uh, I don't know... I don't. I'm not the most familiar with producers, directors, and stuff like that. So this is definitely not my forte. But the curveball is a project I would love to work on because of like the producing, direct, the writing specifically. I would like to work on like a Grand Theft Auto game, Ooh. like video games. There's a lot of voice acting, and that kind of ties into what I'm going to say next. But uh, the Grand Theft Auto series, anything by Rockstar. Any AAA game title, I would love to be an actor on. Like that would be absolutely amazing. And you'd be surprised. There's a lot more actors that you know that are on video games than you think. They're like a lot. There's a lot of video game work for actors. Uh, other than that, though, some of the people I like to work with. Now, mind you, I don't know if they're directors or producers or writers or all three. Who knows? But um, some other people I like to work with is Matt Groening. Uh, I think I pronounced that correctly. Uh, the guy who made Futurama, uh, The Simpsons, stuff like oh. that. I, I love I love his writing. It's very it's it's great. Uh, another one, a classic is Mike Judge, creator of King of the Hill, Beavis and Butthead, uh, Idiocracy. So that that was another one. And lastly, um, I he is 
a producer, director, head creator. I'm looking at his Wikipedia. Uh, Vince Gilligan. Uh, of course, you got got to fucking say it from Breaking Bad. Breaking you got to say. It. But uh, and X Files. But I, I really, I really, really, really love his style or the style of Breaking Bad, like the storytelling. How there's so many things going on at once. At first, they seemingly unrelated, and then they all tie together in this beautiful fucking climax of storytelling, and it ejaculates all over my brain. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done with that. That's but, amazing. Uh, the writing, the writing's very good with with all the people I mentioned. But uh, specifically, dude, I would love to be a voice actor on a video game. What do you guys think about that? I mean, because now they do the, the 3D body suits. I'm pretty sure the characters look like the actual actors. If you look at the GTA, the, the, the actors who played the characters look yeah. exactly like them. And that yeah, happens with too. cartoons. What do you guys think? Any games you would like to be voice actors on? Anything like that? <clears throat> That's a no for me, dog, on both ends. Yeah. Oh, God. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, like I'm not a big gamer, so like I, I mean, yeah, I'll I'll voice a character in a video game. Sure. Wait, Tomb Raider? You don't you don't want to be the girl from Tomb Raider? No, you don't want to do that. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. Uh, you kind of <laughs> sound like her. Are you sure? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Do you want to be the guy I'm... from Spider-Man? Who knows? Oh yeah, I do a yeah. Spider-Man game. Oh, sure. oh, oh, okay. All right, Peter <laughs> you Parker. Captain Hindsight on a video game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never uh, like I've never really put a lot of thought into it, but it, it is becoming more of a thing. Like 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 voiceover acting in general is just like yep. blowing up, you know, Animation. Animation tremendously. Stuff. Yeah, I've never really uh, put much thought into it, and I think I should start to. I mean, of course, if there's a voiceover job, I you know I would love to do it just to work, but uh, it's never been like a super passion that I've thought about, you know. And even with a game, like I don't know a specific game, but it's something that. I think all of us as actors should really, you know, start start thinking about because there's a lot of money in it. There's a lot of opportunity in it, and it's growing. Oh my god, millions know? of do- dude, Rockstar, GTA Five has is still breaking records. It, it was released in 2012 or 2013. It's I think like 2009, late 2019, uh, they released their uh, casino whatever update, a big update for GTA Online, and. Uh, Dude, they broke their own fucking record for like most people online on their server or something. Like they're still breaking their own records like almost a decade after the game's released. It's it's incredible. Wow. Uh, now I know GTA Online may be separate from the actual GTA game, but let's put it this way: GTA is a household name, and anybody who has GTA Online has the actual Grand Theft Auto Five game. So, dude, they made millions, like hundreds of millions of dollars off that game, dude. And they're still making a shit ton of money. It's amazing. Uh, I I love anything, almost anything by Rockstar. It's really good stuff. They're one of those very strong companies. Uh, On a side note, though, uh, some other actors that I would like to work with, uh, I kind of made a small list, I have to say, because I actually put a lot of time and effort into this. Uh, Chris Farley, I would love to work with him. Uh, Morgan Freeman, love to work with him. Uh, Eddie Murphy, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, of course. Uh, I have Eddie Murphy twice. Uh, anything like Cheech and Chong, I would fucking love to be on. <laughs> it's just, it's funny. It's hilarious. But on the topic of stoners, uh, Seth Rogen. And, oh, nice. And, and honorable mention, I would, 
I would love to do something. Like he's not really an actor. Uh, I know he's kind of had his own show, but I don't really consider him an actor. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne and his wife Sharon Osbourne. Uh, oh, they, they, they had a show like Meet the Osbournes or something on yeah. like TV in like mid two thousands. It was amazing. Uh, I don't know. I just think they're really cool people. I'd love to do work with them. There's probably a shit ton more people that I can't think of right now, but yeah, those are some people. What do you Seth guys think? Rogan. Seth Rogen would be so fun to work with. That'd be really fun. You know. He's really gonna be so scared to like. That's I, I, I think if there's an actor that I re- compare that I relate that I feel like I relate to a lot. It'd probably be Seth Rogen. I feel like we're pretty similar. You know, chubby stoner Jewish guys. You know, yeah, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> easy going. I mean, I feel like if I were a celebrity, I don't think I would get like caught up in my in myself and my ego and stuff. I think I'd stay happy and cheery and fucking having fun with life. That's how I want to be in life in general. No matter if I become a celebrity or a bum on the street, I, I, I still, you know, I want to have fun. I want to have fun with people, have a good time, and fucking enjoy life, no matter what I'm doing. I, I feel like he's doing that, but he just happens to be very successful as an actor and famous as a result. Nice. Just talking to him, I feel like I would just learn something about myself. I don't have his voice. <laughs> I don't have his voice. I don't have his voice. <laughs> I don't, see, I can't do it, man. <laughs> I just can't do it. The listeners right now are probably turning off their shit. They're like, fuck this, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, if you haven't tuned out already, please thank you. (laughs) Please stay. (laughs) I thank you. I thank you. (laughs) Matter of fact, fuck that. Crank up the volume, fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Quinn, what are... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, that's that's a stellar list, Nikita. Thank yeah, you. yeah. No I, I was gonna throw it at you, Quinn. You didn't. Uh, I don't think you got to answer the director. What director you want to work with? So, yeah, I don't like the first person that came to mind, and I was thinking of this last week when we were, or two weeks ago when we were putting our lists our lists together. Was um, I think one director that I would really want to work with, and I know I've talked about him a million times, and he's super weird, but is David Lynch. And the only reason, the only reason I would want to work with him, I don't even want to be in one of his films. You know what I mean? I just, I don't, and they're so freaking weird. I mean, I would love to work with him, mm-hmm. you know, be in his film if he asked me to, but it's not like a goal. But the only reason I really just want to work with a dude is because I want to see if working with him gives me a better idea of what the fuck he is trying to mean by these films sometimes. You know, I feel like if I was around him watching him work, like, all right, what's going through your head right now, dude? You know, like, where where are we going? I feel like I would kind of understand what he was going for a little bit more if he's even going for anything. I don't think a lot of times he he's he is. He's going more for, you know, what people perceive it to, to be. If that makes yeah. sense. You know, but I feel like just working with him and seeing how he ticks would just be so interesting. Like, I, I would love to just watch him. I don't even want to, I don't even have to work. I would just watch, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's a good answer, man. That's probably, <laughs> he's de- him as an actor or him as a director, like, he's definitely not someone who's out there to make a movie. He's out there to make an art piece. Yes. And, you know, like, it's not any, any one of his movies that you watch. We're like, well, that one that you showed us the one time, The Rabbits. Yeah, yeah, the, I, yeah. Oh, dude, I remember that. <laughs> that blew my mind. That was the weird. Yeah, okay. That night you showed me that movie. I'm sorry, I have to say this. That night you showed me that movie. I went over to my friend's house after that, and I showed them the movie. And yo, they were like, "What the 
fuck did you just show me? And, I, and I'm like, yo, this this kid was like, it was the weirdest thing. It was like a bad what the fuck. He, his mind was blown. Uh, this this kid, he like went to college for like, I think like nuclear, uh, and en- nuclear engineering or something. Like he was going for some crazy shit. His mind works a lot, like really fast, and like goes in all different directions. Uh, he's a thinker, and he watched this movie, and he was like, he was like, bro, like, what the fuck am I watching right now? And I was like, I was like, yo, you, you gotta sit here, and <laughs> you gotta watch this whole thing, and it may make sense afterwards, it may it may not, and it was just the weird, it blew his mind, and he started talking to me about like alien spaceships and like uh, different like theories on how like energy moves and stuff. It's like the the weirdest. It, was, it, it, it made a really interesting conversation. Nice. I'll tell you that. Nice. <laughs> it blew my mind and it blew his mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that film's definitely a good icebreaker. But like going off of it, like sometimes <laughs> I don't I don't know if I don't know I, David Lynch. He's 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 an artist, so I think he's going more for what you feel while watching it mm-hmm. rather than what's the meaning of it. You know what I mean? But I, yeah. I, I don't know. I would love to see like, if I could see how he's feeling while making it, I guess, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, cause he's got to have drugs. He's on dude. What did you say? I, I wonder what drugs he's on. He's got to be on something, dude. That shit's fucking wild. I don't know. I've seen him like, Oh, never mind. He's like this old fucking guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's old now. Yeah. But I wonder he, how much acid he tripped back in the sixties. Yeah, right. <laughs> Eraser head. Yeah. Velvet. Lost Highway. Yo, uh, you guys Carnival are naming Rose. movies that rabbits movies. Like, I'm never gonna forget that. And you're yeah. right. It's what you felt while watching it. Like, for you listeners who aren't familiar, uh, watch it. It's called Rabbits by David Lynch. It's very weird. It's probably not gonna make sense. And if it does make sense, you're probably a serial killer. But uh, the, the, the feelings, the emotion that it makes me feel is, like, the weirdest thing. It's, like, awkward. It's, it's unsettling. Yeah, yes, it's unsettling, unsettling is a great word. And if you watch it with a group of friends, it's, like, collective anxiety. <laughs> it's the weirdest fucking thing. We had a great time watching that, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's either really funny or, like, if, if everyone's getting really into it. You know, if you guys smoke a little bit of that devil's lettuce, you know, you get a little bit anxious and, like, too far into it. If you go down the rabbit hole, no pun intended, uh, it's really fucking weird. And I think that's the only director that I really had 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 written down for it. You know, I, yeah, that's about it. You know, that's cool, man, dude. That's a good answer. That's like that's, <laughs> that was very good. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Felt uh, like I didn't do enough talking last week, so now I'm like trying to be like I'm like I hope I'm doing enough. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I'm, gl- I'm glad you mentioned David Lynch in that Rabbits movie because I- I'll be honest, I actually forgot about that, and I kind of want to rewatch it. Oh yeah, I've I- I've watched it a couple times, and I'm definitely gonna watch it a couple times, you know, in in the future. Is it on YouTube or not? Yeah, yeah, that's I think that's like David Lynch's only ones that's uh, that's free on YouTube. Yeah, you may or may not thank us. Enjoy, enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, buckle up. Have a nice trip. Put it on. Uh, put it on when your significant other is in the room. But don't. Oh my god! No Netflix. No context. Just go right into it. Like, hey, babe, I want to watch this. And then just sit there and stare oh, at this. That's really a really good out. idea. Oh my! I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that to my girlfriend. I'm gonna walk downstairs. Probably, uh, I'm gonna like either walk downstairs tonight or tomorrow, and I'm just gonna be like, hey, can we watch a movie? She's like, all right. I'm just gonna sit there in silence, 
while the rabbits movie plays and just, oh my god it's so <laughs> awkward uh, I, don't even, I don't even want to get into it but you guys should watch it if you haven't already seen it you should definitely see it you could like totally play it up too, like walk by your girlfriend and like don't even say anything but just like focus on the tv and then just sit down right in front of the tv and turn it on and just sit there and watch like don't answer anybody that's talking to you. No, she'll, she'll know it's a joke at that point. If I'm that dramatic with it, she'll know it's a joke. It's like a Twilight. <laughs> the ring. Oh, shit. <laughs> Classic. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, boys. Other, other uh, actors, though. I know there's one actor that, after a lot of thought that I had written down, was, uh, was Jack Black. I would love to work with him. Ooh. You know? Yeah, after after um, after writing him down on on my list, I looked him up on Instagram. His Instagram is amazing. Even yeah, okay. he's just he is like I idolize Jack Black so much because he's just so quirky and so silly, and he's just not afraid to show it, which I love. You know, I I think just being with him and like seeing how he works and like feeling his energy and stuff would just be such a freeing feeling, not just in the acting room, but like in life. You know, I feel like we're all cut in ways by society where we feel like we can't act out and Jack Black just annihilates all those social borders and all those social walls and just goes right in, you know, to whatever he's feeling. Yeah. And I just think he's awesome, you know? Hey, just, that'd be so fun. Let's you, you just you just gave me a, a really great idea. Um I would like to add on this ties into what two different topics we just spoke about. Um you saying Jack Black reminded me of Jackass. I would love to be on Jackass. If I were to portray any part or be work with any production Jackass, definitely be up on that list for me. Gets my C shaking your head. No. You're That's wrong. A big no Fuck for me, you. dog. You big should no go for out me, there dog. and protest. You should go protest coronavirus. Just saying. You You're know. talking about being on Jackass. You go out there yeah. and protest. I would love to be on Jackass <laughs> and work with Jeff Tremaine and let alone everybody else on the whole cast. I, I don't care if Steve-O's still addicted to drugs. I mean, obviously, I do care for him as a person. But, like, if I worked with him when he's addicted to drugs and fucking wilding out, I don't care. Dude, that show is awesome. I would love to be in the whole Jackass series, Wild Boys, any of that. On a side note, <clears throat> I'm looking here on Google. In 2002, uh, it came out late 2002, the first Jackass. The first Jackass movie, the budget was $5 million U.S. dollars. And their box office was almost $80 million. Wow. That is a good, great profit right there. Yeah, just, that's amazing. And that's just from the first movie. And everybody, like, not to mention all the TV shows, uh, like, then all the spinoffs, like Viva La Bam, like the whole CKY thing, all of them. They all had their own spinoffs. It, dude, I just love that whole, like, that whole group of people. Oh, I mean, oh. some of them are scumbags and trash bags, but... I'm Dan Rogero. Oh, and uh, this oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Stop. You're making my ribs hurt. <laughs> There's nothing like going to a bar after these two dudes almost get in a fight and, and, and at a pool table and then meeting them outside and leaving and putting your hood on and your glasses on, doing a Bam Margera impression... And then these two tough guys are just hugging them, and they obviously don't want the hugs, but we yeah. hug them away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really out of context. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I would. I was there, so I know what you're talking about. <laughs> we, uh, you guys, got anybody else that you like talking about acting? Uh, all the other actors that I would want to work with, uh, Tom Hardy. Oh. 
I would love to work with him. He's my favorite actor. And I think him, it's like I would love to work with them. But at the same time, I'd be scared to work with them because I idolize them so much. So it's like <laughs> I don't want to have a situation where like us being on set and like I'm walking by him while he's rehearsing or something. Then he flips out on me or something oh like God. that. <laughs> you know what Fuck I mean? Like, you, Gizmo! I, I wouldn't want to piss off my idol. Um, and then it actress that i really want to work with is jamie lee curtis i love jamie lee curtis uh, why i don't know i've just always liked her <laughs> i've just always liked why? her <laughs> i've just always liked her uh you know she's the the scream queen and like you know even now like the stuff she does like seeing her in knives out her performance in knives out oh i'm gonna throw tony collette in there too because she's awesome both of them kind of fall in the same category like how they work i don't know man there's there's just something about them like they i feel like they're two actors that i actually all three of them i think there are three actors that i can learn something from so like working on set with any one of them like i would well i would definitely walk away with a little bit more knowledge than what i have that's amazing man Jamie Lee Curtis, I just looked her up because I'm horrible with names, as, as you guys know. She is a phenomenal actress, too. Yeah. You know, I love her look she has, especially with the short hair. I think it makes it. Yeah. And she's like this really, like, powerful, I don't know, intriguing type of look. I feel like she'd be the kind of person that could read me bedtime stories, even as an adult. Oh, I would my hear. God. <laughs> you see it? I imagine like being on set with her, like she has that motherly feel to her too. So like if you're on the set with her, she's going to like, <laughs> you know, she's going to be very motherly to you, which I would appreciate very much. Yeah. Yes. be belligerently drunk and totally like a trailer park trash. Girl. <laughs> and then that'll ruin the image for me. <laughs> so it's like, do you, do you really want to work with your idols or like your, your heroes just in case something like that happens? It's, that that's so funny. See your heroes turn into villains. But, yo, imagine your heroes turn out to be even better than you thought they were and how rewarding that would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you got to stay hopeful there. Yeah. I mean, if I were given that opportunity, I'd at least try. I wouldn't turn it down. I would be like, you know what? Opportunity to work with my hero? Nah. I don't, wanna, I don't want them to turn out to be assholes. I'd rather find out that they're assholes. Because, <laughs> it, because in that case, shame on them for being assholes. Mm-hmm. Not, I, I still got the experience out of it. Bonnie. Uh, <laughs> oh boy <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's an old one man that was like three years ago two, no two years ago dude we have the uh the exeteran commercial in the uh commercial oh, tech- and i go over it like once a week someone ends up doing it and every time we do that commercial it just reminds me of her and a <laughs> fucking ridiculous ass walk i had to make in the middle of atlantic city in the middle of the night Fun, yeah. Fully decked out a suit. Didn't you walk with me, Nikita? I was with you, yeah, Which man. I, think was with I missed that. Oh, did you? <laughs> oh, that was Reggie. Reggie was with us. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That shit sucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, she's going to fight you, dude. She's going to fly all the way out here and fucking make yeah. you pay for a hotel room yeah, just to fight her. Palm Springs. Let her fly out here one more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I could I definitely see the... Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. No, I could definitely see the uh, like the motherly type of feel with Jamie Lee Curtis too, and like I totally agree. She kind of seems like the kind of person that would like take you under her wing and be like, "I know it's like you're new to this, and like I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna show you the ways to be fucking awesome in film." You know. To be honest, she looks like she should write a cookbook. Yeah, I don't know why, but she looks like she has a cookbook. She probably does have one. (laughs) I'm looking at pictures of her right now on Google Images. I've seen her around before. Holy. I'm not familiar. 
Have you seen pictures of her like back in the day? Yeah, she was smoking. She is a fox. She was literally yeah. smoking. Holy shit, those nipples. <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't know if that's a... Uh, yeah, that's her. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, wow, she's a good-looking one. <laughs> when, I was a, when I was a kid... Uh, <laughs> When I start be- when I started becoming attracted to the female body, uh, was, <laughs> was her performance in uh, True Lies. Oh yeah, with- tell us more, Gizmo. <laughs> Late nights with Jamie Lee Curtis movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, I don't. Totally I don't know what's that. so funny about that. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. So you would stay up late at night watching Jamie Lee Curtis movies all by yourself? I didn't say that. Oh. oh you did. It sounded like you did. No, <laughs> I think I think you're starting to fantasize a little bit about what I do at nighttime. There, you know? Shit. He's <laughs> <laughs> on to me, guys. <laughs> but her, she no. ages, though. She's like, she's she ages very well, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, all like, sexual contents, or whatever that word is, aside. You know, she ages really well. She's just got that sharp look to her. Yeah, she ages. I'm not going to repeat what you just said. <laughs> should have seen her when she was young. <laughs> That's funny. Y'all are funny listening to Leonard Skinner. Yeah, yeah. Let's go listen to Leonard Skinner there, Pa. Skinner <laughs> the Nine Inch Nails, yeah. <laughs> we like a piggy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm mad you said Leonard Skinner. Do you guys remember that story from last week? Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking of it. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> That's great. What about what about working? Oh, I'm sorry, I guess my, I no, feel like I keep cutting you off. No, no, it's, 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 do your thing, man. What about um um Adam Devine acting with him? What do you guys think about that? I'd like to. We met we met him. Yeah, don't remind me, lucky assholes. <laughs> At the Borgata. <laughs> Yeah, at the Borgata, we met him. Uh, he seemed pretty cool. I would, I would dig working with him. He'd probably be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's got a very Jack, uh, Jack Black vibe. Yeah. You know? which I follow both of them on Instagram now. And as I was looking through Jack Black's uh, Instagram, I could see that uh, Adam Devine was like liking all of his posts and everything. <laughs> and then there's even an episode in Workaholics, I'm pretty sure, where Jack Black plays his father plays Adam oh, shit. Oh, shit. which is amazing and like that before I saw that episode I was always thinking I was like Jack Black and Adam Devine should do something together because it's like Jack Black is like you know Jack <laughs> is like this up and coming actor with this very like synergy type feeling to Jack Black so when they did that episode I was like oh my gosh my mind was blown yeah you know? I feel like they would be they'd be fun can you imagine working with both of them at the same time that would be right. wild yeah, I wouldn't do it. Too yeah. much? No, like I would just overshadow by far. <laughs> Never be able to keep up, you know? Yeah. Be like, Jack Black, Adam Devine, and, and Quinn. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Quinn, he doesn't even get a last name. Yeah, just right? Quinn. <laughs> just Quinn. And that guy. <laughs> Yo, can you guys imagine working with Jim Carrey? Oh, my gosh. I was thinking about saying Jim Carrey. <sighs> I again, I feel like if I worked with him, I would understand the universe. Like I would unlock something. Jim I, really, I really wonder what's inside of his mind. Jim yeah. Carrey is Jim Carrey's my favorite celebrity. He's not I, like Tom Hardy's my favorite actor. Jamie Lee Curtis is my favorite actress, but Tom, Jim Carrey's my favorite celebrity by far. There's something about that guy. Like 
like, oh, yeah. a genuine, genuine good person, and that's like that's worth its weight in gold, if you ask me. He just has such depth to 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 his personality, you know, and he's just to have that much depth and be as happy as he is. I think is rare, you know. I feel like when people have that much depth to them, you know, they say like uh, ignorance is bliss. So when people have depth, they usually have you know high intellect. High intellect leads to at least from what I see, depression. Yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. But and I'm sure I think Gizmo, I think you were bringing up, you know, I don't know if it was on a podcast or or, or just you know outside of this, but you were bringing up how um, he did go through a lot of hardship and a lot of depression, especially being such a method actor. Yeah. And, um, what were you talking about? What 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 project was it? Um, I don't know if it was a uh, Man on the Moon, uh, where he portrayed Andy Kaufman. Uh. It wasn't. I don't want to say he went depressed during that, but like he really got lost in the character of Andy Kaufman during that when he w- he went method. Uh, but there was I forget which movie it was where he went is where he started going on like a depression spiral. I want to say it was like Eternal Sunshine, possibly. Yeah. Where like he he had a uh, after he did that he had a little bit of a depression spout and then uh, you know then eventually like later on down the road like he started getting more into art and everything and he didn't really do acting as much as he used to like he'll do a he'll do a project once in a while now yeah but and and now he's happy though so to have that much depth and still be happy is just amazing and that's why i said like i feel like i would like unlock a key to the universe i feel like he knows something or he just he he discovered something or he unlocked something in his mind that just makes him him you know yeah, if if you guys haven't watched this show, I, I posted it on the uh, on Gizmo Cor- Gizmo's Corner Instagram. It's uh, the show he has on. I think it's HBO. Uh, I, I think it's called Kidding. Have you guys heard of that? Was it the one you were telling me about, where he plays the uh, like the child? He plays sh- like a Mister Rogers kind of. Yeah, yeah. You said it was called I have Kidding. To check that out. Yeah, it, it's one of the best shows I've <laughs> seen in Showtime. a long time. It's on Showtime. Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. According to the photos, well, I've right. never even heard of that. It is. It is so good. It starts off as like you think it's going to start off as like this drama, like uh, like sentimental piece, and then the further the series goes on, it just gets into like dark humor and it gets really twisted. Whoa! Yeah, I, I, as you said that, I just I was reading the description for it and I just got to that part. I was like everything's going nice until it takes a dark twist <laughs> yeah it gets really twisted but it is a really good show and that's that watching that i'm like damn jim carrey still got it i i see it's, it's on, it's on showtime it's on showtime it's two seasons long and in 2018 it started so are they still making episodes or yeah 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 i think the third season is going to be coming out oh but it said they start in 2018 so how often are they making seasons there's usually a new season a year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know some. I know some shows do it a little quicker, and I was just I was hoping it was still going. I yeah. So this is a newer thing. Wow, with Jim Carrey because I dude I haven't seen much or even heard of Jim Carrey uh, in like movies at least in a while. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, I'll definitely, dude. I'll give that a look on Showtime. I think it's on Hulu also. If it's on Hulu, I'm so in. Quarantine binge. Quarantine Quinn. binge. Quinn, you gotta watch Kidding and you gotta wa- start watching Community, my man. I know. Yes, I community. Speaking Here's of uh, nothing, 
Did you guys see that new episode of Tiger King? No, not yet. I don't know why. Like, really? I, I spoke to my girlfriend. And I was like, "Hey, let's watch." She's like, "I heard it was uh, stupid," and, and and I kind of saw like a preview on Netflix. It didn't really look that good. To be it's, honest, I didn't watch it. It's not like Tiger King. It's just interviews of them. They like sent them all iPhones, and they have them just like doing like a Skype interview with with some of them. Uh, but I just thought it was really cool because it was like to hear their opinion after. Because now they didn't get to see Tiger King either until it came out. Yeah. And, like, to get their opinion on, like, what they thought about it and what they think about everybody now, like, you know what I mean? And, like, how they're dealing with, like, the fame and stuff, especially during the coronavirus, because it came out. Right the coronavirus face. came out. Yeah. The one dude was talking about, he was like, it fucking sucks. He's like, I can't even fucking walk into Walmart. People don't care about corona. They're trying to shake my hand and everything. He's like, and I'm just, like, a normal dude. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's so true. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wait, so how, how did they send a cell phone to Joe Exotic in prison? No, they were not there. Uh, yeah. Oh, he, wow. It was so funny. He wasn't in it. Uh, Carol, Carol Baskin wasn't what? in it. And the other dude, the cult dude with the multiple wives, the creepy guy, was like a dickhead. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dan Antle. <laughs> yes, that guy. He wasn't oh, in it either. Damn, for sure. <laughs> Which made me super curious. I'm like, were they not in it? Like, I I understand why the, why uh, Joe Exotic wasn't in it, but why wasn't Carol or that other guy? I, like, wonder if so. I heard day, that I heard they didn't want to be in it. Yeah. Really? I, See, I that's what I was thinking like, probably like, happened too. I mean, look at the production. Look at how they look at the guy. Um, one of Joe Exotic's his first ex husband or whatever, the one with like the three teeth. They, he was uh, in it. Yeah, but like, exactly. the production company fucked with them because they just made him look like some stupid fucking dumbass with no teeth and shit. Which, like, I guess he was, yeah. But like, halfway. Yeah, I was gonna say day, he didn't have teeth. <laughs> but, no, but halfway through the thing, he got a brand new set of chompers and look. I mean, now he looks completely different, all cleaned up and sober and shit. He I mean, they, def- they, de- they definitely portrayed him a certain way. Told him to take his shirt off and sit on the fucking couch. And it's like the little things, like that one girl who got her arm bit off sitting by a fucking dumpster pretty much like how much you want to bet they told her to sit there to portray a certain type of person um anyway so i would imagine carol baskin and her uh now husband huh her new husband i'd imagine they didn't want to be on it because they were they didn't like how the production company uh did all that stuff yeah i mean not understandable especially because like it, it looks like she's coming out the villain if not one of the main villains of this whole series depending on your perspective but um what is weird though i I can understand uh carol her husband and joe exotic refusing but what about bagladan whatever the fuck ansel doc ansel what's his reason because like maybe is he's it seems like he's into some shady shit and i wouldn't be surprised if he's being investigated just saying yeah, he put out something right after Tiger King came out. Like he put out something like his his group and everything. They put out a big thing about how they were super unhappy with how the show like uh, made them out to be and everything. So like right off the bat, he blasted on social media that he was like not like this was like horrible and it's not who he really is and everything. So I could see him refusing it too. You know, but I could also see him trying to defend himself because. Okay, he looks Dude, like people they, are talking about the crazy shit he's doing. They so. kept in, they kept in ty- or, or or they kept in the show him like trying to tell the camera crew like how to shoot, which I, I think know. is so funny. But you know, it goes to show how much of a douchebag he must be. Dude, yeah. I'm just saying. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, they wouldn't have gotten that footage if he wasn't saying it. Just saying. Yeah. It wasn't made up. <laughs> the fact that they kept it in there, though, is what's hilarious. I know. They didn't cut it out. Like, I would be so pissed, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he um, should have been a douche. He yeah. should have been a douche. It's his fault. The, the, the first husband with no teeth, by the way, I don't know. This is, like, something super random. But he actually, he, he was the one, and he talked about it in the interview. He, he chose to, uh, to, to take his shirt off and everything. Yeah, he he chose to be like that. The, he said one thing where it's like the only thing that like contradicted some things was uh, when he said I didn't like that they made me look like a, a meth addict because I'm not I'm not doing meth anymore. But it's like yeah, okay, you're not doing it now. But when you recorded it, you probably were like yeah. Yeah. just because it's coming out now, they can't make you not be on meth, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He does look great now, though. Full yeah. set. Yeah, yeah. He looks he he looks a lot better. Yeah, it looks sharp. I was I was I was happy to see that. The funniest thing with it, though, I, mean, I don't want to give too many spoiler alerts or anything. But the funniest thing with the, with the interviews was, like, at the end, they asked everybody, they're like, so do you still think Carol Baskin killed her husband? And after they're, like, disputing all everything, like, everyone's talking shit on the production. Everyone's saying, like, I didn't like this. I didn't like that. This is not how it was. But as soon as that question hits, they all go, oh, yeah, she killed her fucking husband. <laughs> they're all still so dead fan on that. I'm like, damn. <laughs> they all said the same thing about Joe Exotic, too. They said they were happy that he was you know, locked up and he deserved to be there. Yeah. I think the, I think the only one that didn't say anything like really negative about him was the guy that got his, got his arm bit off. He was the only one that actually said, you know, there was a lot of good things that Joe exotic did do that they didn't really show in the documentary. But I mean, I don't, I don't think they showed enough bad things that Joe exotic did in the documentary. I don't think they showed enough things in general. They should make a couple more seasons out of it. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I really. Uh, I, I mean, hey, if quarantine goes on much longer, we're gonna need some more seasons. But yeah, yeah if we could come across that footage that was coincidentally and unfortunately destroyed in a arson attack, dude. If if we had that footage, not only would we have another awesome show made by that one guy who was trying to make the show, but we would probably get to see a little bit more about who joe exotic really is just saying because like in his day-to-day antics his messed up antics you know i'm sure they caught some crazy shit on camera and i would love to well i'd love to see most of the stuff that they caught some of the shit i'd probably not want to see at all but (laughs) i don't know you got you guys got anything else you want to throw out there or are you about ready to wrap up i think i'm about ready to wrap up my friend yeah, that was a good talk, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a really good talk. All right. Well, let's sign it out here then. <laughs> Sorry. There's some noise going on in the background. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Yo, you're going to blow up, Nikita. I know, man. There's some beeping. I don't know if you guys can hear that. <laughs> oh, no. We hear it. We hear oh, my it. God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is a bomb going to blow me up? <laughs> yeah, right, like, well, I'm about to get blown up by a fucking missile. <laughs> so I think I gotta go. <laughs> All right, Nikita, co-host extraordinaire, man. As always, pleasure to talking with you, buddy. Pleasure. Thank you for having me here, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you for being here, Quinn. Thank you, everybody, and thank you, you the listeners who are about to witness me get blown up. <laughs> Mighty Quinn, this is awesome. Week shit. What is it? Week four now in a row. Week five. Whatever. Something like that, man. It's always a pleasure having you on. I hope you continue to keep coming on here, man. It's always good having you.
man, this is like the highlight of my week every week. So let's just keep doing it. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week, guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, see you guys next week. And with that, everybody, as always, thank you for tuning into Gizmo's Corner. This has been a special episode of Yo Buddy. Yo Buddy! Tune in, <laughs> Tune in next time when we do a better review on the movie.